When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good people. Ah, yeah, you know what it is. Hard worker, scrappy, unfiltered, and sometimes unhinged football content. Hard to explain, but you know it when you see it. Doing it daily our way. I don't know what you're talking about right now. Redraft and Dynasty Fantasy Football, we got you covered. You know their defense is ranked like 31st in the NFL? NFL draft prospects and rookies? Now you know you're in the right place for that. Absolutely. All right, then stop saying it. Then we're done. And prop bets with my man Jay Rich. Count that money, man. Now wipe the crust out of your eyes. Get you a cup of coffee. It's time to wake your ass up with Ray G. You honestly are making absolutely no sense and you sound silly as hell. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good people. It is... Tuesday, January 18th, 2022. It's Wake Up with Ray G. Y'all know what it is, man. I'm excited for this show. Glad you all are here. Ricardo, Bruning, Carlos, good afternoon to you, Jag, Paul, Dave, everybody in the chat. Let's go, baby. It's rookie draft season. And we kick off our prospect profile series with Iowa State junior running back Brees Hall today. We're going to look at his analytical profile. We're going to dive into the stats. And I just want to make it very clear the front end, this is not the final evaluation. We're taking a, a, a first peek at really who Brees Hall is. We're going to take a look at some film, what he does well. I don't have a damn player comparison for him. Uh, we're not that far along in the process. We still got pro day. This is how the shit is going to play out. Like, we got pro days. We got combines. We got all this these testing things that are going to happen. More information will be revealed. But we've all been talking about it, right? Like, who's RB1? Who's RB2? Hell, I've been saying it for, for like months, right? But at this stage of the process, for me, what I'm doing right now is going through every one of these cats, right? And I'm evaluating what I believe, this is just my personal belief, what's important for the running back position. So uh, a part of my community, patreon.com forward slash prospect talk, I have a model. Yes, I finally have a model type deal where I am evaluating these players, giving them a tape score that we will track. Complete transparency, and we're going to see how good old GQ is at scouting these running backs and wide receivers pre-NFL draft, pre-landing spot, and that's how I'm going to base my rank. So don't ask me where he's ranked. I don't know, and if I do know, I'm not going to tell you. Go pay for it if you want that. Support the show, support the work, and I'll let you know where he's ranked. But we're going to tap into Brees Hall. It's going to be a good one today. Jay, how you feeling this morning, baby? I'm good. I'm good. You know, I've been better. I've been telling you I'm a little under the weather right now, but... I'm happy to be Rona here. You know, it's Brees there, huh? Hall Day. This Canadian is Rona? You RB... got it? <laughs> uh, probably. You know, I keep testing negative, but, you know, my feelings say otherwise. <laughs> and so, you know, I, I don't know. But 
I'm excited, man. Brees Hall broke out as a freshman, super yeah. talented. It's going to be a good one. Like, ta- this is the show where, you know, we do our most damage, evaluating these prospects and telling you guys who we like, yep. why we like them, and where they can fit in the NFL. So I'm excited for this one. This will be a good one. Yeah, it was fun last year, man. Um, our profi- uh, prospect profile series last year, a lot of good feedback. You know, Javonta Williams comparing him to Marion Barber with more juice. Yeah. I think that was pretty that wasn't a bad one, you know what I'm saying? Kyle Pitts, I don't even know who we compared him to, but we said he was going to be good. But this is this is this is what we do. This is what we love. This is what I enjoy. So we're going to get into it. We got a little bit of news. Jay's going to take you through real quick. I'm not going to just go into it, Jay. I'm not even going to play the thing. Just tell us what happened. So the biggest news, in my opinion, was actually Mike Mayock getting fired by the Raiders. You know, he's been the GM in the Raiders for the past three years. Hasn't gone so well. You know, he drafted Cleveland Furl, fourth overall. He didn't really pan out. The A-B saga, Trent Brown, Henry Ruggs certainly doesn't help his case. So he's been fired. So maybe a little bit of a culture reset for the Raiders, not having a coach, not having a GM, can allow them to kind of bring in a new regime and really change the culture of what's been going on in the Raiders for the past three to four seasons. On top of that, the Rams last night dismantled the Cardinals. When I say say they folded like a tent in a light breeze, I am not joking. The Cardinals looked like the Houston Texans out there. Kyler Murray, he's going to have a lot of questions to answer in the offseason. Yes, you know, they started off hot. They won a ton of games early. But when it came down to the wire and it came down to crunch time, yes, he beat Dallas. But, you know, Dallas ain't so hot either. And so the Rams clearly, clearly deserve to win that division. And uh, now they have the rights to play Tom Brady on the on the road. So that will be fun for them going into Tampa Bay. But the biggest story has to be Cam Akers. Cam Akers had 18 touches last night for almost, for what, 95 yards, 55 yards on the ground, 40 yards through the air. I mean, if you didn't buy low on Cam Akers, you are going to be sorry next season. The way this guy looked... All over Twitter, it was this dude is a medical marvel, literally, because for him to come back from a torn Achilles this quickly, it's completely unheard of. And to see the burst, the juice, the ability from Cam Akers, he looks like he used to, pretty much. You know, for yeah. a guy who's very recently removed from surgery, he looks, you know, 80%, 90% of what he was. And that's why he's playing. You know, we we're all worried about is he going to be there overall, but he looks great. And if you can get him on even a bit of a discount from his full price back in, you know, June, July, I think it's probably worth it. Now, the other thing is that we talked about the opening lines for these games. We've got Tennessee favored by three and a half over the Bengals. Green Bay actually has the line has moved now. It's minus six. You know, yesterday we talked about it's minus five and a half. Kansas City still two and a half over Buffalo and nothing yet for the Rams Bucks. So we'll see what happens with Buffalo. Ray, I'm kind of with you. I think that money will go towards Buffalo. But we'll see. And then the last thing is make sure you subscribe to our newsletter. It is in the the description of this video. We're going to be putting out a newsletter every week, kind of highlighting a prospect, talking about the various pods we have on the network, the show, some of the shows we did this throughout throughout the week, kind of just like highlighting some all things that DD does, diving into more analytics for you. It's all completely free. So make sure you subscribe. It's in the description of this video. So let's get into the breakdown, baby. It'll be good. Yeah, re- well, real quick, real quick. I just I I, I want to touch on one thing. Um it, Cam Akers, man. Uh and, and yeah. if you watch that game last night, he had, what, 55 yards on the ground, and he had, like, multiple 10-plus yeah. yard runs called back. Yeah. They said in the in the, in the the during the broadcast, um, they said repairing an Achilles was like trying to stitch together two ends of a mop. Like, just get that, like, imagine that Crazy. for a minute. Like, you know, the little dangly things on the mop? Like, stitching together two of those is like repairing an Achilles. The fact that he's playing... And 
I, I'm seeing people say, oh, he's, he's 70% of, of what he was. If that was 70% of what Cam Akers could be, if he gets to 90%, God bless the rest of yeah. the NFL. Because uh, it, there was just a clear difference between watching Sony Michelle first carry of the game. If that was Cam Akers, he house calls that, right? Like off yeah. of a torn Achilles. The burst, the explosion. This Rams team, I, 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 it, it's Tom. It's, it's good, man. Odell Beckham Jr. is looking yeah. like OBJ of the past. Looking really good. Cooper Cup. They, they dismantled the Cardinals, and Cooper Cup did absolutely nothing into the fourth quarter. Nothing, nothing, non-existent into the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if this, if this defense can keep playing like the that, that the way they've been playing, I fully expect them to be in the NFC title game. Um, and we'll see what happens with San Francisco Green Bay. I'm at first I was like, there's no way in hell without Fred Warner. I don't know what's going on with Nick Bosa that the 49ers would stand a chance, but they just play bully ball, man. They play bully ball. Yeah. And uh, you know, you, you can't take away from the physicality. They showed that versus Dallas, but Cam, I, I just I, I can't believe it's it's truly amazing to watch him play football. And, you know, these injuries that were death sentences of the past, man, just it's not what it was. So thank God for 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 modern medicine and the advances in technology. Mm-hmm. And kudos to Cam Akers. But like you said, it's time to talk Brees Hall, baby. Time to talk Brees Hall. Brees Hall. Who is Brees Hall? Brees Hall, junior running back out of Iowa State. 2019 took over for David Montgomery. And uh, he's been dominant ever since, man. He's He's been absolutely dominant ever since. A lot of people I'm seeing in the chat, they're talking about him as RB1 but let's let's take it back let's let's go back to the beginning and talk about who Brees Hall was as a high school prospect so coming out in his recruiting class according to 24/7 Sports he was RB22 in his class and one of the interesting things i like to look at is sort of who was around him so the highest rated running back in this recruiting class class of 2019 was Alabama running back Trey Sanders and the highest rated running back who's declared for the 2022 NFL draft is Tyrion Davis Price who was ranked number eight in that class and then Isaiah Spiller who we'll also get into was ranked number nine in this class so Brees Hall kind of down there you know wasn't one of the top backs he was a high school All-American which is really good his high school rushing stats like I'd just like to know were these dudes legit in high school and Brees Hall absolutely was 4,209 rushing yards, 61 touchdowns, 32 receptions, 718 yards, and 11 receiving TDs in high school. So coming out, he was already really good on the ground and really dynamic in the receiving game. And you sort of saw that play out throughout his career at Iowa State, right? So goes to Iowa State. 2019, what did Brees Hall do in 2019? Uh, Almost 900 rushing yards, over 252 receiving yards, 1,100 yards in total, and the man had 10 touchdowns as a true freshman at Iowa State. Following that up, his sophomore season, sort of his breakout year, right? 1,500 yards on the ground, 21 touchdowns, 23 receptions and two TDs, 1,700 yards, just incredible in this past season, in his junior year, and that was that was a COVID season, right? So practices were all kind of out of whack and no fans in the stands, all of that stuff. And then this final season, Jay, uh, what he did, once again, 
And, and what's interesting is he never had 350 carries. Hell, he never even touched 300 carries. 253 carries this year, 1472, 20 TDs on the ground. He is Iowa State's record holder for touchdowns with 50 touchdowns on the ground in his career. But then he just took it to another level this year, catching the ball on the backfield. 36 receptions, 302 yards, three touchdowns, 23 TDs in total in back-to-back seasons. Uh, you're talking about a very productive player. Now, he plays in the Big 12, and we all know that historically the Big 12 does not play a lot of defense. And maybe that affects some of the wide receivers, but the running backs that have come out of the Big 12 have been pretty damn good. You can look at the UT running backs. You can look at LT from TCU. Even though I think back then TCU wasn't in the Big 12 at that point in time, but they've had really good running backs. Oklahoma, I don't need to go through the list of those talented running backs. And then Iowa State, right? You saw David Montgomery a couple of years ago. And I'm just telling you right now, Brees Hall is a better running back prospect than David Montgomery was. He's a better overall runner, better overall prospect than David Montgomery. And we see David Montgomery has found a lot of success in the NFL with the Chicago Bears. So it's time to sort of, you know, dive into to the analytical profile. Let's let's get to the let's get to the numbers of Brees Hall. And when you look at this, right, and all of this, you can find this. Jordan Backus really handles all of our analytics stuff. He's the director of analytics for Destination Devi. You just see, like, what you want to see is dark green. Dark green is good. If you don't take anything else from this, just dark green. In this past season, his dominator rating, and for those of y'all don't know what that is, percentage of a team's rushing and receiving production, 50% of the yards, 50% of the touchdowns. He almost accounted for 44% of their team's yards and touchdowns. Take that in one more time. I'm going to I'm going to say that again very slow. He accounted for damn near half. You know, we're, we're getting close to half of his team's yards, rushing yards and touchdowns on the season. It's just it's incredible. And then you look at what he did as a sophomore, 37.8%. As a true freshman, 25.6%. He accounted for 11.5% of his team's receptions, which not bad at all. You know, he's he's got the capability to do it in the receiving game, which is very, very good. So let's talk about Brees Hall and specifically what he did in 2021 because I think a lot of people here, – here's the thing, Jay. It's the new hot wave. Sometimes when people have been so good for so long, it's like let's find the next hot thing, right? It's like ho-hum. We don't appreciate – we don't we didn't appreciate Derrick Henry going out there and running for 150 yards every damn week, Cooper Cup doing it. Like it's, it's kind of like uh, – it, it's just we become accustomed to how good these players have been that we sort of diminish because for a while it was no, it was no question. It was no question. Coming into last season, not this past season, but the 2020 season, there was no there was no damn debate. There was no Kenneth Walker. There was no Isaiah. I, I, people liked Isaiah Spiller, but Brees Hall was universally regarded as the consensus RB1 in the 2022 class. Now, you may have a couple of idiots out there who hot take some silly shit like Kyron Williams or Brian Robinson or whomever, but overall, people with common football sense had Brees Hall as RB1. And I look at what he did this past season and think, what did he do to move him off of that launch point? I don't think he did anything to to sort of discredit his production. And when you look at this, Jay, like just just listen to this. I, I want your reaction as we go through this. In 2021, Brees Hall was 18th in the country, all eligible running backs, not just 2022 players, but he was 18th in NCAA in yards after contact. So of his 1,472 yards, 
713 of them came after contact, which pretty good, right? Number 18 in the country, yards after contact. I'll take that, right? He was seventh in college football, seventh in the nation with 10-plus yard runs, Brees Hall was. And now here's an interesting – and I I don't think people really look at scheme – and how these players play within the constraint of their offense and how that may translate or not to an NFL team. So 175 of Brees Hall's carries were orchestrated and taken out of a zone blocking scheme. And just for those of you who don't understand what zone blocking is, right, it, it, it it's basically the guard, the center, and the tackle. They're blocking an area, not necessarily a man. I'm going to demonstrate this for you, all right? So zone blocking, right? You're down. You're down. You're just blocking an area, right? You're blocking an area. You're not worried about the guy in front of you. Detackle in front of you. You've got to block an area, all right? Got a GQ demonstration. I played a little O-line. That was a great demonstration. I love that. I love that. So you got to block an area. Hold on, hold on. My first Pop Warner position was offensive guard and defensive end. That's what I played in Pop Warner. I was an O-guard and a D-end, and then I didn't grow anymore, and they moved me to cornerback and right. You were a big boy early yes. on, eh? Yeah, DB teaching you zone blocking schemes. But that's what it is. You're Think about uh, Arian Foster and the Houston Texans, the Denver Broncos, zone blocking scheme, right? So when we look at the NFL, let's just, let's just talk about uh, the NFL right now, okay? In the NFL this past season, here are your top five teams run in zone blocking sort of schemes. Chicago Bears, 81.3% of their runs orchestrated out of a zone blocking scheme. The Atlanta Falcons, the Miami Dolphins, San Francisco 49ers, and the Seattle Seahawks. So those are your top five teams in zone run percentages. So when we're thinking about fits, where can Brees Hall go, right? Where could Brees Hall go? Uh, Probably not the Bears. Falcons probably need a running back. The Dolphins, they definitely need a running back. Uh, 49ers seem to be set at that position. And then we'll see uh, we'll we'll see what happens with Chris Carson, Rashad Penny, and the Seahawks. So Brees Hall very good in his own blocking scheme. Only seventy five percent of his runs came from a gap blocking scheme, and a gap blocking scheme is exactly what it sounds like. Your guard, your tackle, your center—they're trying to open up a gap on the defensive line. Hat on a hat, open up a gap, you hit the hole, right? So much different. Um, Oklahoma State and Chuba Hubbard, right? Zone blocking scheme. When you see those running backs veering left and then they find that cutback lane to the right or they're going right find the cutback lane to the left that's what a zone blocking scheme allows you to sort of identify and you've got to have good vision in order to be effective in a zone blocking scheme your eyes have to be good and when I graded out Brees Hall his vision graded out very high for me and we'll take a look at that here in a second he was fourth in the NCAA with a minimum of 100 attempts in design rush attempts that went more than 15 yards, which was 20. He had 22 runs of design plays that went more than 15 yards. So we know he's got the vision. We know he can operate in his own blocking scheme. And over this uh, course of the, his uh, his career, his longest rush was uh, 80 yards. So a lot of people say he doesn't have this long speed. It we'll, we'll take a look and. I, for me personally, home run Chris Johnson speed is one of the least important attributes for a running back. It's a nice luxury, but when most of the runs in the NFL, I believe, are, and and I want to make sure I get this right, like four to nine yards is like how, (laughs) that's like the average length of an NFL run. I don't care if he can't rip off a 99-yarder like Derrick Henry. Like, that's awesome 
if players have that attribute, but it's not it's not the end-all, be-all for a running back. You do not have to run a 4-2 or a 4-3 to be an effective running back in the NFL. I believe over the last 10 years, the average combine time for running back testing was between 4-4-9 and 4-5-4. I believe that was the average time over the past 10 years. Don't quote me on that. Um, but that's a little bit of the background of who Brees Hall is as a prospect. So let's check off the boxes. High school pedigree. Got that, right? Highly touted recruit, All-American production in high school. College production, he's done it, right? Been an efficient runner, been very elite. We didn't even talk about this, Jay. Fourth in the country in missed tackles forced amongst all NCAA running backs. Fourth in the country, so he's forcing missed tackles. 74 missed tackles, and these stats provided uh, by PFF. They do great stuff with their data, not so much on their rankings. But Brees Hall, fourth in the NF, uh, fourth in NCAA in forcing missed tackles, which we will take a look at and we will see here coming up. So, Jay, you ready to dive into it? I think the people are ready. Uh, and, uh, hey, Cody, what's up, baby? Cody, stop four, stealing, four, my, nine stop, from Brees stop Hall. stealing my thunder. Carpentier NFL, stop stealing my thunder. But I think Brees Hall is going to run a lot faster than people give him credit for. Um, and and honestly, I'm just I want to see his ten yard split, how much burst he has, and we'll yep. take a look at that here uh, in a second. So let's pull it up. Make sure y'all can hear me because sometimes when we do this, uh, it, you can't hear right, right? Like so, if you can't hear me, just put it in the chat and we'll get it going. So we're going to take a look at Brees Hall. This is versus Baylor. Let's just let's watch. And talk through, keep the comments coming. I can see y'all. Brees Hall here, 28. That's gap blocking. And there's the vision right there, right? He's got that ability. Boom, right there. Can you make a defender miss in the hole in Brees Hall? Right there, you got to be able to do that. Great run by Brees Hall, showing that vision, showing that awareness. There it is. I know. And listen, let me pause this real quick. You can learn more from a four-yard run than you can an 80-yard touchdown gallop, okay? So we're paying attention to what he does well, how he wins, the micro movements. That's what's important. Let's see what's going down. And thank you, Carlos, loud and clear. All right, boom, feet, hit the hole, fall forward, love it. Now right here, Brees Hall bouncing it outside. If I had to say there's one criticism of Hall, he does like to bounce it a lot, but does he have the speed to hit the edge, right? Does he have the speed? Let's see. There he is. Contact, and he's matriculating the ball downfield. Now, this is just silly. That right there is, is ridiculous. And then again, the speed to hit the edge. We're going to see it from this angle. Look at this. Boom, vision, wow. get to the outside, hit the edge. That's special shit, man. Like, you don't just, you don't just wake out of bed. Should have been dead to rights, right? Defensive back, coming in a little too out of control, Nice move, ball shifts to the other hand, and then deceptive speed to hit the outside. Through the hole, finishing forward. Brees Hall, finishing forward. Here we go. Look at the footwork. Patience. Okay. He's a patient runner. It's one of the things I graded him really high at, Jay. Patience right here. Right there. Look at, look at the blocks right there. Set up, 64 sealed. Charlie Kohler's kicked his guy out. Brees Hall, don't get tripped up in the backfield. Run into your damn offensive lineman. Get skinny. Get through the hole. And then get upfield right there. Finish upfield. There we go. Let's do it. There you go. Big hole. Can you make a miss in space? Ooh. There you go. I like it. It's a good run. It's well blocked right here, right? Follow your blocks. Be patient. And a lot of times you see these running backs veer up towards the tight end. You see 89 right there. What I like about Brees Hall, he plants the right leg in the ground. 
right there and then get upfield. Get upfield. Phil says, can he hit the edge in the NFL? I think he'll be all right. Patient, right? That's that yeah, is patience right there. one of my favorite runs right there. Oh my god. That this right here, look at the zone. You see the offensive lineman blocking the zone right here. Brees Hall patience sees it. And then he's gone. Contact balance and then the speed to hit the end zone. And you'll see it from this angle, right? Again, in the open field. Can he make defenders miss? Ooh. Absolutely. You got to be able to do stuff like that. And he does it consistently more times than not. Here we go. Blocked well. Patience. Make a miss. There you go. And that's all you got to do. You ain't got to look like Shady McCoy out there. But when you have an opportunity, do not get tackled in the open field. Make the safety look silly. Look back at him as he pisses down his leg. Coach 30, shout out. Agility. Does he have it? I think so. One more time, Jay. Look at this. I'm gonna One, two, three. Come on, oh, man. my God. Boom. 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 I mean, <laughs> I mean that's he hit you with the double B button. Bring him down. B button. <laughs> R2, B button. Finish up field. Right? Blender, mixer, Joe Mixon. Again. Oh no. I mean, this is these are plays that aren't going to show up on his highlight tape, y'all. Like, you're not going to see this unless you truly dive in to what he's doing. Right here. Brees Hall, spin it out. Boom. Upfield. There you go. Beautiful run. By Brees Hall. And if you're listening to this on the podcast, you got to watch on video because we're having a good time. And this is the physicality. I just want to show he has power, right? Contacted, finished through, finished through a defender, lean forward, right? Here we go again. The patience, get skinny through the hole, contact balance, and put your face in his chest like Marshawn Lynch. Physicality is a want to. This run right here is a want to run. Damn. Look at this. This is a want to run. Boom, physicality, no, no. You you love it. That's a pro run, right? Didn't get a lot of yards. And then you see right here, the patience, the vision, bounce it, getting his shirt pulled, and then you see the burst to get upfield. Not a 50-yard not a touchdown run, but look at everything he does right here. It's blocked well. Can he see it? Put your foot. Look, he doesn't even hit. Doesn't even hit his defender right here, man. Look at this. I mean, his offensive lineman, tackle. Boom. Getting his shirt ripped off, pushing the ball downfield. It's good work by Brees. Good work. Contacted in the backfield. Make something out of nothing. Cut it up. Make something out of nothing. When all when all shit hits the fan, can you make something? This, this was blocked poorly, right? Nothing. Offensive line just standing around. This was all Brees Hall. It's all Brees Hall right here. And then this final run, probably my favorite run of Hall right here. We're going we're gonna to break this down. Boom. And there it goes. And the, the DB's got a good angle right here. And I know a lot of people, ah, oh, looks like he's running in mud. He's not. Boom. The first avoidance of a defender right here. Look at where Brees Hall is. The defensive, ta the defensive lineman has leverage on the offensive lineman right now. He's pushed him into the backfield. Brees Hall just got the damn handoff, right? Old lineman trying to make the tackle. Shift inside and to have the presence of mind to cut off that right foot right there, avoid the, the linebacker coming down, then bring it out. So he just set oh. that up beautifully. Like when you break that down, one more time, y'all, look at this. Bow, bow, then hit the edge. It's good stuff right Man, there. The hole wasn't even there yet. There was it wasn't no even hole. there yet when he hit No, it wasn't set up. 
And you see it a little bit from this angle right here. There it is. Make it happen. Jeez. Hit the edge and then take it downfield. You're happy as hell. Wake up. This is. All right. We don't need to go to more run. You're happy as hell in fantasy. And yes, David, that was a sick run, right? And what I always say, running backs, my two, my three most important attributes for a running back when I'm grading them, in my personal rankings, my scores, vision, acceleration, and contact balance. Do you have the vision to find the hole? If you have that, you probably got a chance. Do you have the burst to hit the hole? If you find the hole and you can hit the hole, you've got a good chance of success. And do you go down on first contact? If you're going down consistently on first contact, you're probably not going to be on the field a lot. But if you can absorb the initial blow of a defender and still move the ball downfield, fall forward, break those tackles. There's a difference between full-on breaking tackles and contact balance. A lot of running backs get hit through the hole. You're going to get contacted. Don't fall over. Don't lose your balance. And we saw Brees Hall do that multiple times. And listen, there are everything isn't roses, right? When you go through his tape, I do think he tries to hit the outside a little too much, right? If there, if it's not directly open in the middle, if he can't find, he likes to bounce it. Those are things that can be coached, right? Running back coach gets on your if if this is our scheme, you hit the whole breeze. Stop trying to do too much. That can be coached, but that that contact balance, the natural feel, the vision, because when you have the eyes. You trust the play design and you see the hole, your feet will follow. And that's why he's so good inside the hole with his agility. And when he's in the open field, he has a nice dead leg to set up and make a defender miss. Do I think he can string together multiple back-to-back LaShawn McCoy type moves to completely just annihilate a secondary if he's in the open field? No, I don't believe so. But I don't think he needs to possess that skill in order to find success at the next level. I think Brees Hall is a really, really solid, solid running back. And that's what I have him graded as, is a solid running back, right? And again, we talked about teams that need a running back. Miami Dolphins, uh, the Atlanta Falcons, the Houston Texans, the Arizona Cardinals potentially. Um, and, and we know of those teams, Miami, Atlanta, and Houston. I believe Houston still runs his own blocking scheme. They run some of the type of schemes that Brees Hall was successful at at Iowa State. Pro comparisons, everyone asks me who he's compared to. I've seen Le'Veon Bell, and, and I literally, I dreamt about this, y'all. Like, I had a dream about this last night. The Le'Veon Bell that we know and we think about in Pittsburgh being the best running back in yeah. football was not the Le'Veon Bell coming out of Michigan State. You can go read his story. I mean, when he was coming out of Michigan State, I think Lev Bell was, I, I go look up his combine weight, man. He was a big back, like... Even at Michigan State, he didn't develop the most aesthetically pleasing running style that we've probably ever seen in the NFL until, I believe, like his second year when he started to really be patient. But what he was at Michigan State is not the Le'Veon Bell that we remember for fantasy football. And some of y'all may be too young to remember number 24 at Michigan State jumping over Boise State defenders, but he was not the same running back that we looked at in the NFL. Do I think Brees Hall is Lev Bell from the NFL? No. I think he's got fantastic patience, but he's not Le'Veon Bell in my opinion. Bell, uh, he was a unicorn. To be as big as he was, to have as quick as feet, to be as soft and light-footed as he was, um, his ability in the receiving game. Brees Hall, while he caught a lot of passes, he was never deployed as a pass-catching weapon. And I always say this, and y'all will hear me say this, a million times throughout this pre-draft process. There's a difference between a running back 
who can catch passes and a running back who can be deployed as a pass-catching weapon. Christian McCaffrey is a pass-catching weapon. Ezekiel Elliott can catch passes, okay? There's a difference. I think Brees Hall is a running back who can catch passes, not necessarily a pass-catching weapon. I'm, I, I, I don't see Lev Bell. He's got patience. I don't see Lev Bell. I think that's, that, that's, that's a little too rich for my taste. Some other comparisons I've seen, David Montgomery, Sony Michelle with more juice. If I had to lean on one of these three comps today, right now, which this is not Ray G's comp, I think he's more Sony Michelle with more juice. And Sony Michelle coming out of Georgia, I mean, his billing because he played with 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 uh, Nick Chubb yeah. was the fact that he can catch the ball. That that's sort of what Sony Michelle we thought we were going to get out of Sony Michelle in the NFL. Um, I, I I think Brees is going to be a starting running back in the NFL. If you're asking me, is he a high end running back, top ten, top five? The answer unequivocally is no. At this stage, as a prospect, I do not view him in that light, but I think he's a very, very good NFL running back. Listen, y'all used to hate on David Montgomery. People used to hate David Montgomery, and he's turned out to be a really good NFL running back. Um, yeah, so those are my final thoughts sort of on Brees Hall. Jay, I know you like him. Do you have any kind of thoughts on Brees Hall and sort of what we went through today? Well, one of the things I wanted to circle back to, honestly, was you were talking about how you want a running back who can make guys miss, can get to the second level, and then ultimately, that's what you want to see in a running back. You don't need to see the long runs every single time. And so one of the things I, I believe you mentioned it was his breakaway run percentage was like 50% of his runs were breakaway ones. 50%. So he was getting to the second or third level on over 50% of his carries, which was the third highest in, I believe, of draft eligible running backs this year. So again... Yes, it's the Big 12, but when you see a guy who's consistently getting to the second level is, you know, top 10 in yards after contact, is, is making guy miss, has that footwork, still has the seventh best receiving grade in all of, in all of the um, in all of the receiving class. So it's just like you see so many positives. And on top of that, he played, I believe, the fourth or fifth most snaps in all of college football of the draft eligible running backs. So he's a three down player on top of that. And so some of the guys we're going to see, like Kenneth Walker, for example, is a great runner of the football. But at the end of the day, he may not be deployed as a pass catcher in the NFL. He might. you know, it's, uh, He may have the ability, and we'll have to see in the combine how he looks overall. But we know that Brees Hall can play on all three downs. Yes. He's got great footwork, great vision. Yes. And again, when it comes down to it, if he goes to a scheme that really fits his skill set, he, he very well should be the RB1 in a lot of ways. It, I think the clearest path to RB1 is Brees Hall with a decent landing spot. And I, and I wanna ask you about the Dave Montgomery comp because it's, it's where I go a lot. And the main reason why I kind of go that direction is not necessarily from a play style, but I'm like, can Brees Hall do what David Montgomery does in the NFL? Yes. And I think he can. Yes. And I think we would yes. be happy with that if he could do that, right? Yes. And so from that standpoint, I'm like, okay, he's out of Iowa State. If he goes to the right scheme, we, we should know exactly what he can do in the NFL. And that's where it's like, if you're drafting at that ceiling, you should be happy with that because that's a that's a good outcome for Brees Hall. Uh, listen, Cody had him going to Tampa Bay. If he goes to Tampa Bay, yeah. he's going to be Leonard Fournette plus. I'm I'm telling you right now, if he if he lands on yeah, he's a good. Here's the thing, folks. Like, I want Jonathan Taylor too. I want DeAndre Swift. Yes, I want those guys. Let let me and y'all know my love for Najee Harris. What's the big difference between Najee Harris? I think Najee's a little more physical. 
He's better at breaking tackles, but I think Brees Hall's faster than Najee Harris. Um, I think he's got just as much wiggle. They're both roughly around the same size. Maybe Najee's a little bit bigger. Um, I think Najee's a fantastic pass catcher. I think he can be deployed as more of a pass catching weapon than Brees Hall. But if you're telling me Najee Harris in the first round, or I can get Brees Hall back of the second, earlier the third round, you put Brees Hall in Pittsburgh system and he's getting that type of volume. I love Najee. I, I think you, I, I don't think you see a big difference between, and I'm and that's not to take away from Harris because what what he was able to do behind that offensive line. He should get credit yeah. or consideration for Offensive Rookie of the Year just for that. It's going to be Jamar Chase, but having to to thrive behind that offensive line was very difficult. I want I want Jonathan Taylor. I want DeAndre Swift. I want Saquon Barkley, but we don't get that every year. And we see players like Deontay Foreman and Miles Gaskin and Mike Davis and Chuba Hubbard and all these other cats getting burned in the NFL just because a player is not an elite high-end, what we think potential type back, man, volume. And Brees Hall can handle it. Over 700, now some people may say he had a lot of miles, right? Over 700 carries in his career, and that's not, or 700 touches, maybe carry, 718 carries, 82 receptions. So, uh, yeah. what's that, eight, right on the dot? Total touches. Is that 800 total touches? Is, oh, that, is that 818 plus Yeah, 800 82? total. 800 total touches. Look at his scrimmage plays. <laughs> oh, shit. It says eight, it right there. 800, total, 800 yards, total touches in his career. Touchdowns. Some people may say, oh, that's that's a lot of mileage. And I, I'm not worried about that, especially when we're looking at running backs in a three- to five-year window. Brees Hall needs to be coming off the board rather early in your rookie drafts. So I'm not going to tell you to take him over quarterbacks. If you like Traylon Burks or Garrett Wilson in their landing spots. But I think what we're looking at and what we saw is a starting running back in the NFL I'm putting my stamp on that. Um, I have not finished my T-score, my tape film score grades yet. Once those are done, uh, I'll just tell you right now, he's the highest graded running back that I have right now. He's the highest graded running back that I've gone through right now, and I didn't expect that coming in because all throughout the college season, Isaiah Spiller, I'm like, Isaiah Spiller, my RB1, Isaiah Spiller. And then I started to look at what they did well and the things that matter or are important to me, vision, contact, balance, and burst. And Brees Hall is graded out is uh, the top running back in this 2022 class. Uh, yeah, there we go. Brees Hall, prospect profile, just to give you all context of who he was, what he did, what he looked like, show you some of the plays that you will not find on YouTube. Some of the plays that we watched, the double B move spin, R2 juke versus Oklahoma, you're not going to find that on YouTube highlights because I don't highlight scout. I actually go through and just watch it. I enjoy watching it, and that's what we're going to do with a lot of these prospects. Kenneth Walker, I think we're doing Kenneth Walker this week as well. Um, on yeah, Thursday, Thursday, I think we got Kenneth Walker. So we'll get a look at two con- two different two different type of running backs. We'll take a look at Kenneth Walker uh, on Thursday. And tomorrow, we will have a Q&A session. Um, same, as, same as last week. Anything that y'all want to talk about, pure and total engagement with all of you, the listeners. So bookmark this one. Once you get the uh, the combine numbers that roll in and you're like, man, I want to go back and look at Brees Hall. Let me go look at him again. After he runs a 4-4-9, let me go look at him again. Some numbers that I saw, take it with a grain of salt, timed at 4-4-4. I've seen 4-4-8. Uh, we'll see what the clock in Indy says. I, I don't really care as long as he didn't go, doesn't go out there and run a 4-6-9 or some shit like that. I'm totally fine with Brees Hall. Like the prospect, think he's a really good running back. And more importantly, uh, I enjoyed doing this with y'all. I hope y'all 
enjoyed uh, this work today. Uh, let me know in the comments. Please uh, give a like on YouTube. Uh, leave a comment in the description. That way I'll know if you guys enjoy this. We enjoy doing it. Again, some of our most successful work came from these prospect profile series. I truly enjoy watching the game. And if y'all want to see me do more O-line demonstrations, let me know. I got space back here. I can walk you through everything. So subscribe to the newsletter. Subscribe to the YouTube channel if you want to support the show. The Patreon link is in the description. I appreciate y'all tapping in. Jay, we'll be back tomorrow, Q&A Wednesday. Make sure y'all get those uh, questions in. Uh, wake up underscore T underscore wake up TV. Uh, send us some yeah. questions and we'll get to it like that. Y'all have a great Tuesday. We out. Kenneth Walker on Thursday, baby. We out. Peace.